Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, usually 13, 14 minutes or so. But it keeps us in God's Word, and that's important for the strength of our faith. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So the more we're in God's Word, naturally, the stronger our faith stays and even becomes stronger. We want to encourage you to help others grow in their faith by sharing these studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. You may help them not only grow in their faith, but maybe even get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to enter into a new line of thought and study today, and we're going to talk about something that uh, I probably have never put it this way, but I want you to think about it. Are you equipped, as you're walking through life every day, are you equipped with spiritual survival gear? Now, probably many of you say, what? What are you talking about? Well, I want to use the illustration of going camping. So many people, they love to go camping. Frankly, I had enough of that pretty much when I was in the military. <laughs> got my fill, pretty much got my fill of sleeping in tents. And I didn't know a whole lot of it then, but I, that, was, that was pretty much enough for me. But a lot of people, they really enjoy going camping. They enjoy getting out there and pitching tents and taking sleeping bags with them and being out there in the at least, you know, semi-wilderness. And in many cases, they like to be out in the wilderness. They like to go up places where there's nobody around them. It's not a campground. It's, it's just they're out hiking through the woods, maybe out in the, through the mountains or whatever, and uh, maybe by a nearby stream or river or lake and, you know, catching fish. And in many cases, they're out there during hunting season, you know, with bow and arrow or rifle, and they're, they're hunting for game. Well, I understand all that. And all that, you know, sounds really good to me, you know, from a theoretical perspective. I, I just don't really care to be out camping you know, all night, and especially for several days at a time. And I like the comforts of home. Now, that doesn't mean I don't like to fish. I do. Doesn't mean I don't necessarily like to go hunting. I've not done a whole lot of that, but when I have gone, I've enjoyed it. Um, I like, love the wilderness. I just love mountains, and I love forests. I can just sit, and, and, and off at a distance, I can just look at, at tree-covered hills or, for, or, or mountains and, and just let my imagination go. I, I, I just love that. But there's a difference in, in observing and enjoying or driving through, say, in a car or going out and trekking through, you know, a trail, going back a mile or two into the wilderness and into the forest and then pitching a tent and sleeping out there in the wild. Yeah, living out there in the wild, there's, there's a difference. But I know a lot of people really enjoy doing that. They enjoy camping. Well, a wilderness safety guide or safety web, if you want to think of it that way, it would list certain survival gear while the person is out there in the wilderness, hiking, camping, spending the night, fishing, whatever it might be. And so that that survival gear should be taken along with the the person who has gone hiking or gone camping in the wilderness. And somebody who does that on a regular basis and they enjoy doing it, well, they would immediately start to list off for you several implements of gear that they would say, now, these are, these are survival gear. 
Now, certainly camping gear would be among some of those, but they would say there are certain things you have to take with you just for the sake of survival in case something gets happened or so that, you, so that nothing will get happened, you don't get lost and so on. And so these items should help the hiker or the camper keep from getting lost and if he does get lost, help him or her find their way back on track. So you might say, okay, that's, that sounds interesting, makes sense. What, what do you think would be some of the pieces of gear that would go with them? Well, first thing you'd probably say is a map. You know, they need to plot out their course before they ever get on the trail. And they need to know where they're going and how to get there so that they can know how to get back. <laughs> they don't want to get lost out there and just wander around in the wilderness, maybe get deeper and deeper into a wilderness area and, and really lose their bearings and not be able to know how to get back. They need to have that basic piece of equipment, just a map, because once you get out far enough into the wilderness, out into a forest area, you know, you say, well, we've got our GPS on our phone. No, it's not going to work out there. Almost for sure it's not going to work. You're going to lose signal. Well, what else then? A compass. A compass. Now, again, I, I had a difficult time learning how to follow a compass uh, during my younger years and even adult years. How, how do you, oh, true north, just follow true north. Well, uh, tell me how that's going to help me. Well, first, I've got to have northeast, south, and west, those bearings generally in my head to know where I came from so I can know which way I need to go to get back. Now, I, I can use a compass when they're part of the GPS system on a car or a truck, you know, a vehicle that you drive, I, and I appreciate that. That does help me. I can relate to that. But holding a compass in my hand, I've always had a problem figuring out just how do I use this effectively. But certainly a camper or a hiker, they'll know how to use a compass, and they'll want to make sure they have a compass with them so they know which way they're going so they can also know which way to go back to get back home. Now, let's say another one. You get out into the woods, get out into a wilderness area, uh, and even if you're just in a, in a campground someplace, it gets really dark at night. But even during the daytime, if you're in a forest, if you're deep into the woods, it's going to be a whole lot darker there than what you've experienced outside of that wooded area. But at night, there's no streetlights there's no lights along the path. It gets really dark. So you're going to need a light of some kind. And then notice this, this fourth one. Now, you can probably add other, other implements to, you know, or pieces of gear to the survival gear. But this one is important to be sure you take with you just in case. You don't want anything to happen. You don't want to, you know, trip and fall and break an arm or a leg or, you know, scrape your knee or, you know, get a deep cut on your arm or hand. But if something should happen, you want to make sure you have a first aid kit, a well-equipped first aid kit. Now, you don't have to have everything in the world that you would classify as first aid, but you want to have the basics and you want to have some good, good basics in there to be able to take care of yourself or maybe a fellow hiker or camper who might be with you if they get injured in some way. You need to know also how to use that first aid kit and all of the different parts of it. 
So in the event of accident or injury, a, a first aid kit may save your life. So again, you could probably think of other pieces of gear that you would say, well, they would all be good and pretty basic elements of a survival gear. Well, are we talking about survival gear in this Bible study? Are we talking about survival gear for the wilderness, hiking, camping, that kind of thing? No, we're just using that uh, those uh, pieces of survival gear, either going hiking or camping, we're just using that as an illustration or a comparison for what we really want to focus on. And a Christian should always be equipped with and know how to use certain spiritual survival gear for his trek through the wilderness of sin, which is this world. This world is caught up in sin. In fact, the scriptures tell us that this world is under the sway of the wicked one. The devil has tremendous influence in this world and over this world, not because we have no choice, but because humanity has, by and large, they have, whether they realize it or not, they have started following the devil's lead through life. So a Christian should always be equipped with and always know how to use certain spiritual survival gear for his or her trek through this wilderness of sin, which is the world. Okay, so let's look at some spiritual survival gear by way of comparison or look at it from a spiritual perspective uh, in comparison to those physical things that we talked about for somebody going out hiking or camping. Now, just as we said, we need a map. And that, to me, that would be the first thing. I want to know where I'm going. I want to know how to get there because I want to know how to get back as well. So I'm going to need a map, and it's going to need to be a good map. Well, we're going to need a spiritual map through this life. We're not going to be out just hiking for a couple of days or maybe a week when we're talking about living our physical lives in this world. We're going to be trekking through the wilderness of sin in this world for the rest of our lives, physically, or until the Lord comes first, which if he does come first, before we pass on from this physical life. The Bible is our spiritual roadmap that should show us how to work our way through this life faithfully, successfully, and in a faithful way and a godly way, a faithful way before God and also a godly lifestyle. We need a spiritual roadmap. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. Remember what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 and verse 105? Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Okay, I need to know how to stay on the path. But the Bible is going to be that light that's going to guide me to a great extent. We can think of it that way. It's going to tell me how do I need to live successfully? How do I need to live a fulfilled life? How do I need to live a life that is ultimately going to get me to heaven? Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 7 verses 13 and 14? There are only two pathways through life. If you want to think of them that way, two roads, if you want to think of it that way from a broader perspective. But we're talking about, you know, 
spiritual survival gear. So there's only two pathways through life. One is straight and narrow because it's the pathway of God's truth, and it's going to lead us to heaven for all of eternity. The other pathway is broad and wide, and ultimately it is the way that leads us to eternal destruction. We don't want to go down that pathway. We don't want to go down that road. We want to be on that straight and narrow pathway through truth. Now, the sad thing is that Jesus says that most people are going down the wrong road. They're going down that broad highway that leads to eternal condemnation in hell, and only the few are going down the, the path, the narrow pathway of God's truth that leads to eternal life in heaven. Again, Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Well, we need to stay on the right path, the path that's going to ultimately lead us to an eternal home with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And that roadmap, that roadmap is the Bible itself. We're going to come back and get deeper into this from a scripture study next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to use the roadmap that you have given us to guide us through life successfully and ultimately to eternal life with you in heaven. Help us to always be in your word and to really understand how vital it is for us to be good, dedicated, consistent, and faithful Bible students. Help us to follow the roadmap you've given us, the Bible. Please be merciful with us, Father, we pray at this time. And please forgive us. Hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.